Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Hello, you're welcome to today's edition of Money Radio on Leadership uh, Podcast. Uh, my name is Innocent Budu, and today we are looking at very, a very important uh, topic uh, about some news uh, going around in the country. Uh, these uh, uh, days, you'll find out about some young Nigerians who are said to be involved in money rituals, uh, killings, and of course, those who are also involved in the internet fraud called uh, Yahoo Yahoo. Uh, on today's program, we're going to talk a lot about uh, how we're going to redirect the energies of these young people uh, to a new orientation where they will have to now embrace science, technology, and innovation. And of course, uh, to a greater extent, uh, the ICT sector that provides uh, vast opportunities for the young people to engage their youthful energy so that they can uh, come out of this very destructive path of uh, ritual killings, uh, stealing, and Yahoo, Yahoo, and of course, Yahoo Plus, and the rest of them. So on this program today, we are going to be very, very diligent in talking about some of these issues and see how we are going to use science, technology, and innovation to drive the process of enhancing the youth and, of course, uh, developing their talent and potentials in different ways. Like I said, my name is Innocent Odo. I'm not alone in the studio. And today we are talking about uh, what I just mentioned. Uh, Money Radio is a radio a program that brings you uh, business and economic cycles of Nigeria and issues of businesses around the world. Uh, we're going to talk business and this time around it is ICT and SDI, uh, the combination of the two most important ingredients in human development that we intend to use to change the direction and create a new orientation for you so that they can exploit the massive opportunities inherent in this sector. I have in the studio an ICT expert as usual, who has always been helping me in this program, Anir Jafaro. Anir, you're welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Now, we are talking about uh, curbing the extent of uh, the, the rising cases of uh, internet for Yahoo Yahoo, as they call it. And then, of course, uh, the recent stories that are very ugly, you know, you know, spreading along, along the Nigerian landscape about young people, very young, young some of them teenagers involved in uh, ritual kids uh, for the purpose of uh, actualizing their teenage ambition to become uh, wealthy, you know, by force, if I may put it that way. So we have an opportunity to redirect the minds and change the orientation of these young people. Oh, but we must do that the way we normally have to do the program. Introducing them to ICT, introducing them to STI, that's science, technology, and innovation. That will go a long way in trying to expand. And of course, change their minds, remove them from that uh, destructive path that some of them have actually chosen. So, what is your take on this? So, starting from the, let me start from the ritual killings. The ritual killings has it has nothing to do with yes, they probably most persons would uh, would align them to Yahoo Yahoo because. It initiated from there. It started from there, but I think it's it's a harm on its own. But because probably because the guys that do this, they are they are young guys, and the guys that do Yahoo, they are also young guys. So it's one can assume that they are the same person or the same category of person. Get yeah, they may be of the same uh, what called uh, age group or yeah age group, but they are two different ideologies completely. 
Okay. The Yahoo Yahoo, which which uh, later advanced to Yahoo Plus, which is the integration of the ritual killing and the and the Yahoo together, is what um we would look at. There is the there is a plain and proper ritual killing which is completely uh, out of place. Then there is the Yahoo Plus, which is a combination of the Yahoo Yahoo, which is the instant internet plus, and the, the the ritual killing or uh, attaching spirituality to mm. to the to the uh, internet to internet um, scam. Then there is the internet scam on its own, standing and also it's it's a three dimension, three 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 angles. There are three angles to this. So it's it's they are all bad. Mm. Not yeah, minding, not not bad. minding, not minding the angle we want to look at. They are all they are all bad. But our role now is to see how we can. It's easier to it's easier to convince those that those that are internet posters. Those that are internet posters will start by looking at what even made them become internet posters in the first in the first place. It all started with no job. It all started with I'm a graduate, there is no job, and I don't want to kill. I don't want to pick a gun and go to the street and start robbing people. So what's the best way? Where can I channel this this creativity? This this uh intelligence too. There is a computer, there is an internet, and there are people who want to fall in love. Why don't me why why don't I make myself uh, available to, to 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 give love? And that's where the old Yahoo the Yahoo thing started from. It started from in a romance camp where people pretend to be uh, to be in love, emotionally attached to someone, usually someone that is not that is not based in in, in Nigeria. Yet now, once that there is the, the person has, has, has invested a level of emotion to that relationship, the person would now the person in the Western world would now invite the the Nigerian using the using Nigerian as an example to, to come visit and get married. And before you know what's happening, the person is is mm. is a citizen. Then there is divorce case. Then the the the, the guy is already a citizen. So. It is started from there. And now, once there is divorce, it means that the guy would not partake of, of the benefits, uh, be of the earnings of the uh, of the, uh, the Western. And so, that base started from. But the root cause was because there was no job. That was the root cause. There was no job. Nigerians are intelligent. Nigerians are crazy. So they need to look for a way to fight for themselves. And that's why they began to to do that. Now, it became when people now started to realize the Western now started to realize that okay. This thing seems to be uh, a scam. Then the Nigerians from the other hand now realize that these Westerners they are, they are they are now getting wiser. So that's when they now introduce the Yahoo Plus, which now made which now it's it's like compelling them to do what they don't want to do. By doing that, the money is not is not is not is the, the money is a real money that is owned by somebody in the Western world, but the person would, because the person is probably compelled, the person would make payment to a certain place that is not supposed to make payments to. Okay. So that's the Yahoo Plus. Now that is completely different from the plain ritual killings that is meant to uh, ensure that you 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 get some somebody's property or you do some some girls or some person's uh, private properties or private things to to, to carry out uh, ritual activities. That's completely different. That is a that is it, 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 it's an angle that is different that that goes beyond ICT and STI. Yes. yes. So, but in the area of the Yahoo, 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 Nigerians are crazy. 
Yes, Nigerians are creative. Uh, but the, maybe that lack of job can cause people to, to you know, begin to do things in this uh, very negative way. I'm thinking that since Nigerians have that innovation, they have that inventiveness, uh, it is possible for them to also use that platform to also generate something that is good for themselves and good for the society so that they can actually add value to what they do, you know. Without going necessarily going to scam people. Yeah, I understand your point, but there's also there's also a place for environmental uh enable enable enabling environments. Yes. Yet you can you can be willing to do these things, you can be willing to 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 so you can be willing to target your energy in something that is good, but there is still a place where the government needs to make the environment enabling for these youths to be able to function and do what they want to do. Yet if the environment is not enabling even the the, the the youth that are succeeding, most of them are not succeeding because they are in Nigeria. Most of them are succeeding because they took the they took the ideology, they took the creativity and the intelligence outside the country to a country that has a neighboring environment. Then they succeed and come back to the country. Because most of the investors we see in our in our in, 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 in that most of the, the venture capital capitalists that we see these days, most of them are not they are not from Nigeria. They come from from Western world, and they invest in Nigerians because of their creativity and their intelligence. Because so, why Nigerians can it's possible for us for Nigerians and the youth to channel their energy into something that is creative and something that is good and something that can that will be beneficial to the country generally? There is still a place for enabling environment, which is the sole role of the government. It's, the, nobody yes, can do yes. it except the government does that. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, indeed. Because um, uh, we are talking about our achievement in the ICT, for instance, the federal government um, may boast that the ICT contributed 17.9% to the GDP in the, the last like, the second quarter of 2021. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, they believe also that through massive investment, um there's there's a there's a lot that can be achieved in this sector but what is holding us back because where well, the challenge we have most of the time is that we have a growing youth population and then we have an economy that is uh, probably shrinking and is not meeting up to the growth of the, of the population mm -hmm. where you have an economy that is growing at uh, let's say two percent per annum you have a population a growth of 3.4 percent per annum that's already a challenge that's yeah. a problem and a lot of those people within this uh, population growth uh, you know, cycle have been the young people. And it is understood that uh, a lot of the young people you know, actually fell within the category of those who do not have jobs. According to the statistics of the mm -hmm. MBS, 3.3% uh, you know, unemployment figures. And a whole lot of them are among the youths. So you can see there's a lot of problem already. And if we are talking about employing the STI and ICT, you know, to engage these young people. Our potential as in this sector, has it been good enough to be able to harness the, the, the strength and the... You know? I always say that ICT, SDI is one industry or is one area that is broad enough to accommodate a whole country. Mm. A country can literally depend on SDI, science, technology and innovation alongside ICT. And they can be very, very instrumental in the growth of the world. I'm not talking about the country now. I'm talking about the level of influence that that country will have as a result of people depending on them. You know the numbers of remote jobs. You know, Nigerians no longer earn in Nigeria. There are there are Nigerians who no longer earn. They, they are they are living in Nigeria. 
they, they, they eat and they out, they do all their things in Nigeria, but they don't earn in Nigeria. They don't earn in Naira. Hmm. They don't earn in Naira. And that's to tell you that there are opportunities out there. That's to tell you that Nigerians are intelligent and the Western ones are seeing it. We are creative. The Western ones are seeing it. Because we, I'm not even talking about those that are res, residing there or those that find them the, the, their way out of the country and they are, they are living in this Western world. I'm talking about those that are residing in Nigeria. They are residing in Nigeria, but they are not earning in Naira. They are earning in dollars. And they sit in front of the system to carry out whatsoever the tax has been given to them. Because I, it, 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 it's, it's something that we have not leveraged on. COVID-19 has come and it's going, hopefully. Let's let's let, let's work with, with that. But it has it is going, but it is not going with something that it has come with. And one of those things that has come with is, is remote job. People are now saying that it is a Western a, West, a a company that is in the US who is supposed to pay at least minimum wage nine hours, uh, ten dollars in California. I think it's ten dollars, ten dollars per hour. If you are doing all the multiplication and someone is working 10 hours per day, that's, that's, that's around $100 per day. Now multiply by 30, that's 3000 minimum wage in California. That's just an example. And there is somebody in Africa, the job the person is doing, someone in Africa can do it remotely. And you start to pay the person $1,500. Is the money not big there? Yeah, $1,500 around $750,000. That's what you're earning here. And what are you doing? You're just, you just have your system. And they don't need to take care of the expenses that they need to, to bother themselves with, with uh, uh, ensuring that you come to work, ensuring that you do this, and all those other uh, expenses that, that will uh, make your job easier. You are here with the system. You are doing the same job they are doing there. Yeah, so... And there are many Nigerians that fall in this category. Many Nigerians fall under this category. They no longer this. This is just one of it. Yeah, this is just one of it. We're not we've not been informed. We've not mentioned the area of innovation. Yes. We've not mentioned the area of innovations where the government can invest in the youth. I told us earlier on most of all these big companies that we see in the world, that we see in Nigeria, all of them they are not. Their investment did not come from India. Most of their investment came from Western world. Yeah. So invariably, the Western world has still controlling us. So even though tomorrow we decide to say, okay, we own 12 big companies and all the companies are Nigerian. Look at it very well. The shareholders of those companies are not Nigerian. Yeah. Meanwhile, the founders of those companies are Nigerian. So what's stopping us? What's stopping us is because the government is not putting any interest in that now. We need to invest in Nigeria so that we take ownership of both the companies and the and the voting rights. Interesting, we need to invest in Nigeria so that uh, we will do make more progress uh, in these particular sectors. Uh, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue with the discussion. Don't worry. Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are talking about uh, how to uh, use science, technology, and innovation, as well as uh, the ICT, uh, to redirect the mindset of the young people so that uh, some of them who have fallen into the trap of uh, uh, internet fraud and uh, what they refer to as the ritual killings of nowadays will come back to their senses and use science, technology, and innovation to change their destiny and also add value to the nation's economy. And uh, I have been, I'm sitting in the studio with uh, Hamia Jafaru. And uh, before we went on that short break, 
uh, there's this uh, uh, we may have made a great effort in the uh, issue of uh, ICT, for instance, but there are still a lot to be done because, just like you said, it's a massive area where we can actually take ownership. Mm-hmm. And the question is, why are we not taking this ownership? Is it for lack of capacity? Is it like for lack of funds or lack of uh, resources or lack of the right connectivity or the services needed? Uh, we don't have the, the anchor here or whatever. So what can we attribute to the fact that we have this great opportunity yet we are not playing in the big league? Well, I would, I would, I think uh, political will is one of it. Political will is one is one area that I think we we have we have so much it has so much dealt with us. We have always have we have always have leaders who focus on certain areas, forgetting the fact that the youth also need a level of attention. We've not had, in fact, since I think since to, since we came back to democracy in 1999, I think this will be the first time we are having somebody that was in as minister of minister of communication someone that is in the field that studied it you get and in a way has a high level of experience in it because it was most from that yes so that as that is why we we were seeing high level of high level of um uh growth uh, and some achievements yes where we, we are seeing with, with gdp reflecting now very soon we'll be launching our own developed satellite because that is a satellite that was developed by nigerians from the scratch all satellites that we've had one was developed in uk the other was developed in i think uh, china yes but this one that will be launching soon is developed by nigerians and they are all in nigeria so what are we saying it's just because we've not had the uh, communication has always been that ministry where we give, give it to anybody that 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 you want to give it to it's not a ministry you look as you give to someone that is considered to be a technocrat who knows what he is doing. Okay, so that is that has been the drawback. But let's work with the hope that next administration would would align, would work with in, in this same this same uh, uh, angle by ensuring that the right person is, is having the right is having the job in the area of mutual uh, communication. Then beyond that, there's a place for funding. The government needs to fund it. The government needs to put in policies. We have a uh, decision committee on ICT and cybercrime. What are they doing? They need to put in policies. Yeah. When you meet them, they will tell you that they've relegated the area of policies, ICT policies, to NISA. You get NISA will tell you that we are bringing forth policies. Yes, yeah, they are, but why it is it is true that a part of that uh, um, act, a part of that act, it gave needs that 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 role to create policies that they, they should not the the ICT committee on the ICT Senate committee on ICT should not just go to sleep mm. like the, the the cyber crime prevention prohibition act 2015 up to now seven years after we are still using the same act meanwhile there are new terminologies new things that have come to the cyber space and cyber security and cyber crime that is not in that act in fact the act as at the time it was created it may be considered to be good but it was not Yet now, seven years down the line, we are still using that act. ICT is not supposed to be like that. ICT is an industry where you regulate probably every two, two years. In fact, 48 years is obsolete. Mm-hmm. 48 um, months, sorry, is obsolete. Okay. Yet so, it, it, it's an area where you need to develop new policies daily. Every single, every now and then, let new policies be coming forth. 
you will have enforcers. We don't have enforcers as long as ICT is concerned. And the police cannot enforce what they don't know. Mm. Yeah. So they really cannot enforce they can't enforce what they don't know. Yes. So we need enforcers in the area of ICT and in the area of cybercrime because there are new policies like the ND, the Nigerian Data Regulatory Protection Act, that it needs an enforcer. Ooh, I remember was... that even the uh, sometime uh, last Friday, uh, there was this uh, World Privacy Day. Yes. Uh, where the Minister of Communications and Digital Economy, uh, Issa Alifantami, mm-hmm. and the whole lot of stakeholders actually gathered to celebrate that day. And they were so particular about the importance of uh, data protection in order to create that standard for Nigerians who do business to add value to the economy. So anytime the minister talks, you see that. Uh, the, Technocrat talking, mm-hmm. someone who understands the variables, trying to move them to this sector for the people to have a proper understanding of the you know, developments around the area so that they can you know, have a, a awareness in that. Mm-hmm. But then there, that is not just about it. Even the awareness, how much of awareness do we have on issues of like uh, digital and uh, financial services, digital uh, names, data and data processing and the rest of them? How much of that? Nigerians, you know, see, you know, there are, when it comes to awareness, there are there are different ways to get away. One of it is by information, someone telling you. Yes. Another way is by observation, someone seeing the impact, the, the effects of not acting to that. If we have some a company that has been built heavily, like when uh, Facebook was bid two billion dollars for simple uh, data privacy, or when uh, British Airways was bid was big was uh fine almost 1.8 billion dollars because of data privacy now this is not that they carry data and give some but this is because they allow their system to be hacked and information is very cheap yeah. you get that will that will make others to sit up mm. but where you just you just give five million fine when well, i can pay five million and then you know i pay five million i sell the data nobody know our data you go to a private individual will be having our our SIM registration data, private individual will be having our uh, our, our personal in, uh, identifiable information. Why would they do that? Why are, are they supposed to have level of those kind of information without me being the owner of the data, telling them to do that? If that happens and we have a working system that will build that company, now uh, all these loan application companies, they carry your data, they sell your data. Hmm. And when they sell your data, someone will be calling you and telling you that, okay, uh, come and collect loan, come and collect loan because somebody in the loan, uh, in the loan company has extracted your data and has sold it. Now, how would you be able to know who actually did that? Yeah, so there are just so many things, but that's, 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 that's a topic for another day. Yeah. We need to, I, I told us sometime in this program that what made Germany, Germany to be relevant in the, in the 40s, before the Second World War, was because of a simple policy that they did. And that policy was what? Every major company in Germany, you must have a fixed percentage dedicated for research. And let it not be internal research. Mm. research invest the research in young people mm. that will that you know have the capacity and the capability to yes. bring forth innovation. Mm. And that's talent, that's also part of talent art. Yes, but the talent art we have these days are talent on that will just come, you showcase what you do, and uh, once you showcase what you do, that, that, that's or, all. That all. There is no there is no systematic approach to it. Mm. You get, and it is not, uh, it, it is not a man, nobody's mandated, you're just deciding on your own. So 
some persons don't come this company will even consider it to be corporate social responsibility. Mm. But meanwhile, mm. then in Germany, let it, it was a it was a policy. Mm. The policy ran for a couple of years, but within the period that policy that policy was in existence, most major innovations started from there. I think that's what we should be doing going forward. Nigerian government should actually compare but some of those. Do that. This, the, the legislative is want to do that. No, maybe we as a people we cannot go and compel them also. There are many things we compel the government to do that they have not done. So do you think that is seriously? Because I think it has become incumbent on us. If we had been sleeping in the past, the realities of the modern times have actually opened our eyes. And of course, if you don't if you don't do it, you are actually compelled by circumstances to become the victim of what you don't do. So it is now, I think the time is uh, right for Nigerians, especially those of us like you who have this uh, you know great knowledge about the variables in the ICT sector and the SDI sector. So to in, 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 even even with doing orientation, for instance, for those of them who may not be aware of this thing, it's not it's not it's not mandatory that all the lawmakers have this information that you are sharing here. You know, so I think we should also you know help them to understand their responsibility. That like they are not doing us a favor. They are not doing us a favor by you know doing all that. They are actually doing a great favor to the country and to themselves. Because if we have the regulation. And if you can compel companies who make money in Nigeria to devote a little percentage of their, uh, you know, uh, uh, what they get earn in a year to research and development, and follow it dutifully and diligently, Nigerians, like you said, are very, very intelligent people. It's not that if you channel all these resources, clearly now that they are saying that uh, there's paucity of funds. So, but what about the companies doing business in Nigeria? And a whole lot of them, both in the uh, health sector in a Greek sector in the oil sector and a whole lot of them instead of that they actually you know say that they, they, they are marking 0.5 you know a percent of gdp to research and development which is not even enough because if you go to some developed countries like pan they, they keep much higher than that china they are planning on making it even over seven over 10 percent in the coming year that's the part of the gdp they are marked for science and technology uh, innovation no, and there is the, that policy that german did there was a day dedicated that all companies will come with their as it was a mandatory thing that mm. all companies that are in that program would come with what they have where they what the innovations that they've done and people all over the world will attend that program just yes. to see the kind of innovation that came just forward like an expo. just like an expo yes you get so imagine if even though it is free that we sold to the world three mm. of our innovations that the world decide to buy just imagine the level of the, the tax that will come from it, the the the, the uh, foreign direct investment that will come from it, and all that. Yeah. So it, it's all it, it, it's all about we have the creativity, even though the creativity and the intelligence. It's not. It's I, generally Nigerians are intelligent and creative, but not all. I would not work. But we want to generalize it. Yes, we have it. Yes, because there is a, there's still a place for the curriculum uh, uh, structure, which I've always been saying. Because I see no reason why somebody will be invested and the person will be taking over 100 and something courses. Meanwhile, out of those 100 something courses, if it is something that is on top that is, that is relevant to what you study, the remaining 100, 100 plus, they are just there, you're just using it for past time. So if, if, it, if it warrants us reducing the curriculum and also reducing the numbers of years, because four years now is getting too much for somebody to learn something. In this dispensation, in this, in this modern time, four years is too much. 
you can't you can't use four years and say that you want to meanwhile someone can go and consecrate one full year to learn something it will, it will be better because it's practically ending what he's learning it will be better than somebody that went to school for four years oh yes indeed uh, it's been a very great moment talking about how to engage the nigerian youth uh with the science technology and innovation and of course the information and communication technology in order to harness their energies and direct their redirect them and of course change their orientation especially uh using it to curb the incessant cases of uh, uh internet fraud among the youth and of course the recent part that has become a very troublesome to the country which is the uh, ritual killings uh, involving young people uh it's on that note that uh, we end today's edition of the program and uh, thank you so much uh, Hanio Jafar for joining us once again it's a wonderful time having you around us so thank you for joining us so we promise we are going to bring you a bumper edition of the program stay blessed and goodbye This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.